Hello, and welcome to American Pale Males, your nerdy beer tasting podcast. I'm Michael, and with me is the other host of the show. The technologically terrified Jeremy. Yeah, we had a little scare there. Snafus. But I think Updates we're back. Updates were installed? I don't know. <laughs> Question mark? Okay. So we're, we're going to see how this goes and cross our fingers that uh, everything works out. All right. Uh, Michael, before we were so uh, unceremoniously dumped, <laughs> we, we were talking about uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, as a part of Hook's books. To, to run through for my own sanity as well as Michael's, <laughs> uh, I've smartened up my living room and turned the uh, rock and roll biography into a Founding Fathers and Barry Goldwater stage. And I had asked Michael which one I should read as my 30th book. Michael had told me to read the largest, most important book I could find, basically. Yeah, I think you need to go out with a bang. I think you, because you said that pretty early as far as reading 30 books in the year. You're finishing earlier than you thought, so you got to make it a challenge. So, yeah, the biggest book, which I think we determined it was the Grant book, or... It was the Grant book, but I don't have it yet. Oh, so what's, what's the, what is it then? Hamilton or Adams? It's either Washington or Hamilton. It's not Adams. Adams might be the slimmest novel or tome. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I think it goes from smallest to biggest just by eyeball at a weird angle, I might add. Okay. Uh, it goes John Adams, Barry Goldwater, Hamilton, and I think Washington looks a scooch bigger. Well, then you got you got to do George. But the Hamilton book is the one that the record-breaking uh, box office musical. Oh, yeah. That and I do love that musical. Oh, have you seen it? I wish. You know the so, songs and stuff, though. I, I I I do have the soundtrack. The uh, the fiance was went mental for it before I did, and she would play the songs in the car. And then when I was like, all right, fine, I'll listen to it. And it's real good. I, I still haven't decided, but I'm leaning Hamilton. I might do Washington. We'll go, we'll fit, I'll let you all know right. at some future point. You can check back in and uh, when you do your Hook's Book Victory Lap 30 book of the year. I uh, dug up the average of how many pages I've read per book, and it's a solid 60 pages higher than it was last year. Oh, so victory on two fronts. Yeah, that was the goal, was to, uh, the goal, technically, was to uh, just read more pages on the 30, and I'm there, like, unless I just... Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. E even yeah. even if I read, like, a couple of single issues of comic books and try to count those as my, uh, my last two, I think I'd still beat it, but I'm at 404.28 for my average. I've gotten okay. rather uh, discreet about this. <laughs> There's spreadsheets and uh, tabulations sent to NASA. Hamilton is 818 pages. Washington is 904. Oh. So at least my, uh, at a 35-degree angle, <laughs> eyeballing skills are somewhat up to snuff. Still in check, still in check. Mm -hmm. Well, Jeremy, I'm looking forward to hearing how that goes and some Washington facts. Maybe we can have a George Washington quiz at some point that you mm -hmm. can master. Um, but let's get into the beer. Do you have a beer brag to go with any of these books? I have so many beer brags, Michael. <laughs> so this past weekend was my future father-in-law's birthday. And to be completely honest, I or no, I do know how old he is because he's exactly 10 years younger than my father. So I, I caught myself there. Whew. But in, in any case, we uh, 
we went up to watch the Iowa Hawkeyes blow yet another close game. Hmm. And at halftime, we went to Clock House Brewing in Cedar Rapids. This is a new brewery? You know, I think it is. I'm not 100% sure on this. Okay. It's in downtown Cedar Rapids. I'm not terribly familiar with a lot of it outside of like where Lion Bridge is, basically, and okay. where the arena is. But this is in the neighborhood of the arena. It's it's very fancy because of the uh, the restaurant, you know, air quotes, social club next door to it. Okay. Um, they have like a single black urinal in the men's room. Okay. <laughs> Things like that. They they really lean into it, but. As the Iowa Hawkeyes did more poorly, we had more and more beer. <laughs> okay. We so had, you had lots to choose from for this brand. I do have lots to choose from. Um, but out of the three that I had there, I think I'm going to have to go with Witch Slap. Okay. Interesting name. New England IPA. Hazy. Juicy. It's, it's weird to say it's standard because it was really good, but I feel like with this hyper-local craft brewing that's, you know, still standing... Mm-hmm. Side note, the Marion Brewing Company, whatever it was called, is already gone. I never even got a chance oh, to get up there. I didn't even know there was anything up there in Marion. Ex- exactly. But, oh, uh, yeah, that's gone. Like I said, it's hard to say that it's a standard hazy IPA, but it's a very good standard hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. It didn't jump out and, like, smack me around, but looked like orange juice. I'm pretty sure there were Citra and Galaxy in there. And uh, sounds good. Very delicious. They also had a really good Vienna lager called Cahoots, and uh, their Clocktoberfest was still pouring. Oh, okay. How was that? That was also very good. Uh, it's confirming our thoughts on American Oktoberfests. Yeah, good but different kind of. <laughs> good. I I think I pinned it down. I think it's a little bit sweeter. Yeah, I, can I think see that. I th- I think that's where the difference comes. Because it's, it's more of a an earthy, grainy flavor to the OG ones, whereas mm-hmm. the uh, the Americans, we, we like things a little bit sweeter. Right, yeah. Speaking of uh, Oktoberfests, I believe you have something to tell me, Michael. <laughs> yes, yeah, still rolling out mm-hmm. the barrels on my Oktoberfest beers. I think I'm finally over the cold. Today was the day I had no real symptoms at all. So I had a, at Warsteiner which I believe you bragged about in October at some point. You mean a Vorsteiner? A Vorsteiner, thank you, yes. I had the Steiner, but not the Vor. Mm-hmm. Very good. I think the Einger, Einger, whatever. That, that one I don't know. <laughs> uh, that we had earlier, that, that's been hard to beat. That's been like the Oktoberfest of the year for me so far, but this one's good. And again, I don't want to reiterate, I don't want to iterate what we've been saying about... <laughs> um, <laughs> I caught myself about these Germans and American beers, but it's just a nice salad Oktoberfest. A little more zesty than I, I was expecting, but it's good. I think the main brag behind it, though, as I tweeted out to you at some point, was uh, this was really inexpensive. Oh, yeah, you did get, so you did get one. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, so a, one unit. One, <laughs> one case of this. Um, nice. Yeah, at Costco, it said like, Warsteiner Oktoberfest discontinued it was on the sign and then it was like 15 and change for a 24 pack a case of it good god <laughs> um and they had that and then hawker shore and they had another one but that palette was empty i can't remember what it was and i looked over like at the bud light palette and that was more per unit per That's can right. than you did this was 
yeah I'm like oh my god this is a steal so yeah I grabbed that I was tempted to get the hawker shore but I'm like uh, by the time I get through this that might not be in the optimal condition so yeah I have plenty of Warsteiner um, I mean, we had a few parties here recently so some of it went then but um still a lot left so oh, yeah. uh, I'm glad I have it you have had a few parties I've seen the pictures <laughs> yes yeah, we had a birthday and then Halloween and some mm-hmm. random get-together. Speaking of procuring beer, Jeremy. Yes, Michael. And Halloween hauntings, which mm-hmm. we underwent a large trauma on Halloween. Yeah, I'm just now getting used to the time zone. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> it's crazy coming back from Texas. Well, to part the curtain, I have to tell about getting the uh, Steel Reserve. Amontillado's best. Yes, uh, because <laughs> I was super ill when I bought that beer. Illing, one might say. I can't. I don't think I was febrile at that point, but I was <laughs> well definitely <done. laughs> like very congested and out of sorts. So, and I wanted to get the the brew for the show, and so I'm like, oh, I'll just get it now. Brew. You know, I had I had the, yeah, the quote unquote brew, <laughs> so I had the day off, and I just uh, I went to the gas station where I knew it was, and. Before I left, I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to use... I'm just going to use this loose change to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just grabbed the bag of loose change. Because um, I'm like, it can't be that much. And I got it. And so, and I was like, oh, it's cheaper if you get two, um, which may come up later. So I grabbed two of them and oh, no. brought it to the counter. And she's like, okay, do you have your ID? <laughs> yeah, here it is. And she's like, all right. Hey, the total's 211. Kind of like this. I'm like, what? Oh, God. Oh, it has like this, 211 on the uh, the, the iron, yeah, yeah. The container. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like picking out quarters and stuff, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and my hair is kind of messy, and I'm sure I don't sound good. And I'm buying, you know, steel reserve, so I probably blue res, like no less. Yeah, I probably look like a you know a bum. A oh bum. yes, there you go. A bum. Yeah. It's okay. And I'm using change to buy it too, which doesn't help that <laughs> imagery. So I'm like, all right. I got a pile of four quarters here. That's a dollar. That's a dollar. And then here's a five dimes. That's 50 cents. And here's four <laughs> dimes and two nickels. That's another 50 cents. And here's 11 pennies. And she just looks at me. She's like, what? Well, okay, that's a dollar, 50 cents, 50 cents, 11 cents. And then she's like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds good. Just take it. <laughs> and she like rakes all the change in. And I just grab the uh, steel reserves and um, you know run out the door. What are you going to do with the second one? Well, it might come up at a future date, Jeremy. Oh no. We'll see. Did I tell you where I got the one that I where I finally found that thing at? No, where was it? So, if based on your limited knowledge of Iowa City liquor stores, mm-hmm. if you had one guess for sketchiest liquor store, Element Mighty Shop. Okay, if you had two guesses. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, jeez. Because, because no, you're right. That's the number one. Um. We bought a lot of uh, High Life there back in the day, Michael. That's probably close to where you lived, right? Uh, it's close to where someone lived. Okay. Was it down on Benton? Close. Uh, I got it at the Tobacco Outlet, Michael. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah. We went there more than a few times. and I, Because I had stopped at my gas station on my walk home from the bus stop, and mm-hmm. they didn't have it. Too fancy. And I was like, you're a gas station. like, And there's like a product finder on Steel Reserve's website that I really didn't want to have on my phone. Just it 
it felt dirty. Oh, <laughs> that's not an app you want. Well, it wasn't even an app. It oh, was okay. just when I was punching your zip code. I'm like, ah, you don't need to know that. Yeah, right. <laughs> too much. Too it's, much information. It's a little bit too much information. I'm not normally super paranoid when it comes to like cookies and whatever, but something about Steel Reserve having my, uh, I guess my IP was just a little right. weird. Your MAC address. There you go. But uh, it's just like, all right, Jeremy, think about it. What is the scummiest gnarliest lick and it'll even be just like oh i'm an idiot why didn't i just go to the tobacco outlet right away and sure enough and sure enough there was a guy buying three of them ahead of me <laughs> oh my god not well now you know for future gasoline alley episodes yeah. um where to look first i mean if i want if we want to go real dirty yeah but <laughs> let's let's try to like class it up class it up a little bit some Boone's Farm or something. They sell that at Fairway, man. <laughs> I, no- I noticed that today when I was getting some uh, lunch meat. That was like a drink de jour for like a year within our circle. And then they stopped making melon baller in the blue kind. <laughs> I forgot about melon baller. You had to be very specific on that sort of thing, and I'm sure that we're not the only ones that had this sort of thing. Like, I'm sure some of the listeners out there had their own... Uh, specific brands of just garbage that you drink when you're 23 Mm -hmm. because you need something to do on a Friday night and you don't want to go to a bar. Like, I'm sure there's, everyone has their brand, like whether it's Old Milwaukee Ice or Boone's Farm Melon Baller or, you know. What was the champagne that made Ray Duck or... Andre? Andre, that's it, yes. Friend of the show can uh, skull one of those in two poles. I've got video. It's disgusting. Impressive. Yeah, I liked that for a while back then, too. Well, yeah, but we were young and we didn't know any better. Young, dumb, and full of bad beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, Michael, we were full of bad beer. Um, Jeremy. You know what's not bad beer? These things you're going to tell me about. Yes. Um, I have a little quiz um, that we can both do um, because it's on a website. And it's, <laughs> you know. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> it's reputable. It's from the American Homebrewers Association. Um, and as we mentioned, all November, we're going to be doing stout beers. And this week is no different. Still looking for a moniker. Yeah, still trying to work that in. You know, there's no November and all these different things in November. but um, Movember. Yeah, um, I have no idea how we can work stout into this. Um. So I have a quiz about stouts from the American Homebrewers Association, and I kind of looked at some of the questions. It looks challenging, but maybe together we can uh, figure this out. Let's do it. And we should learn something in the process. Well, there you go. Um, So let's see here. To the uninitiated, stout is simply dark beer, but with so many different style options, the stout category shouldn't be reduced to just a color. Fair. Stouts can be bitter and hoppy, malty and sweet, low in alcohol and sessionable, or strong and warming. Discover the intricacies of stout by taking our quiz. All right, that was the header. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Before the term stout was used to describe the styles we know it today, it was used in England to describe beers that were served in large quantities. B, thick and viscous. C, high in alcohol and flavor. D, brewed without hops. I feel like it's D. But I'm not sure, because that doesn't... Well, no, that doesn't make sense, because it would need to have some sort of hop, otherwise right. it would just be garbage. I want to say it's C, and that's based on way back in the day when we had the first on the show, Mike did a little primer on stouts, and I mm. remember him saying that it was 
refers to a strong style. Just like it just mean, meant strong. So oh. that's why I think C, high in alcohol and flavor. Let's go Shinsuke with strong style there, Mike. <laughs> All right, yes. Okay. According to the 2015 BJCP style guidelines, blank can have the highest level of bitterness compared to all other stouts. So which of these is the most bitter? American stout, foreign stout, Irish extra stout, or imperial stout? I'm going to say American because it seems like whenever they put American on anything, it means they've just dumped a ton of hops in. Yeah. Because it's not Irish. That can't possibly be it. No. For bitterness, no. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with your line of reasoning there, too. So I don't have a better one. So Let's do that. Three. True or false, the hallmark of the Russian Imperial Stout is being fermented with lager yeast. That can't possibly be correct. That doesn't seem right. I think it's just a strong high ABV. and I thought it was just because they just t- dumped all the grain in there to impress the wheat. Yeah. So we'll go with false. Four, question four, tropical stouts, which I've never heard of before, get their name because... I think I know the answer to this. Go ahead. A, they are brewed using various tropical fruits. B, they were originally brewed specifically for tropical markets. C, they are fermented using yeast from fruit. That doesn't sound right. D, they are fermented at 90 plus degrees Fahrenheit. That's definitely not right. I think it's... I believe it's B. Is that the uh, one for, like, specifically for tropical climates? I be- Yes, I, I would agree with you. Because I believe that's why Guinness Extra Stout exists. Yes, uh, that's... Yeah, we're on the same page there. Okay, good, good. Good, good. Last question. The sweet in sweet stout is typically imparted by including additions of unfermentable lactose, B, forcing fermentation to cease before it's complete, C, using high percentages of crystal malts. D, adding large quantities of chocolate after fermentation. I think it's B. Forcing fermentation to cease? Yes, because I know for a fact that the the lower the final gravity, the drier it is. Okay. And the longer you let it go. That makes sense. And A seems more like a milk stout versus... That's a definitely a milk stout. Sweet stout. What okay. was C again? What was C? Using high percentages of crystal malts. That's tempting, but I'm going to go with B. Okay. Uh, I'm going to click finish quiz, and we'll get our results. Hopefully this works. Okay. Do we suck again? We got 60%. Um, <laughs> Three out of five? Yeah, not that bad. Question one, before the term stout was used to describe the style today, it was used in England to describe beers that are high in alcohol and flavor. Yes. Hooray. According to the 2015 style guidelines, the highest bitterness stout is the Imperial Stout. We guessed American. Curses. Hallmark of a Russian Imperial Stout is... That was... We are correct. It was false. False. It's not being fermented as with lager yeast. I hope I got the last one right. Tropical Stouts get their name because... B. They were originally brewed specifically for tropical markets. We didn't get the last one Yeah, right. we did not get the last one right. Which is, means... Is it the caramel malt? Uh, no, it's including additions of unfermentable lactose. Weird. Maybe there's some overlap in the definition of sweet stout and milk stout. I guess so. So, yes, that may be more of a technicality type thing. I, I'm giving us 80%. Okay. So that's interesting. I, you know, I forgot about... I've never heard the term tropical stout before, even though I was familiar with these export stouts, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. 
and a uh, good little uh, information jogger. First brewed by Guinness in 1801, Foreign Extra Stout was designed for export and is more heavily hopped than Guinness Draft and Extra Stout, and typically has a higher ABV, which gives it a more bitter taste. The extra hops were intended as a natural preservative for the long journeys the beer would take by ship. Guinness Extra Cold. <laughs> it exists, for the record, but... It does? Oh yeah, I don't know what it means. It reminds me of that Heineken Extra Cold that I saw. Try not to taste the congeners in our beer. When I search Guinness Extra Cold, I'm seeing things here. It just looks like it's served at a cooler temperature. <laughs> I think it's a recent development, if I had to guess. Duff Extra Cold. Yeah. Should we get into this week's Stout Jeremy? Yes, Michael. FDR, we right? shall. Michael, the FDR is where we find a beer, drink a beer, and then we rate that beer. Please, since uh, it's one of yours. Okay. How about you tell me what it is? This week we are having New Glarus Coffee Stout. We're going, going back to New Glarus, Glarus. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm excited. I yeah. haven't had a stout by them before. Yeah, I can't think if I have either. I This might be the first time I've had this one. It is a seasonal, but on their website they don't say when it comes out. So I assume it might still be on the shelves. I didn't get it too long ago, but... It's out there. Served at room temperature. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Please continue. Okay, well, here's um, here's uh, the flavor text. Hearty and satisfying, our coffee stout is the ultimate full-bodied brew. Wisconsin water, roasted malts, and American hops are the natural ingredients we use to brew this beer. I.E. Spelt with an I. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then cold-pressed organic coffee from Just Coffee Co-op is infused into the brew. Expect this beer, again, I. Beer. <laughs> to pour a deep creamy head over an ebony rich body notice the powerful malt bouquet balanced by a spectrum of extravagant flavor served at room temperature yeah there it is this wisconsin coffee stout is guaranteed to warm even the coldest heart that's why i assume it's around this time of year but again not probably really sure but yeah mine is chilled mine is too well it'll help us evolve the taste as yes. it warms up um Fun fact about all of these uh, New Glarus ones. I've been kind of clicking through some of them, but all of the food pairings are bratwurst. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, this one, they don't have any ABV information or uh, other stats like that. But, yeah, they do have food pairings. Uh, our friend Google tells us that this is uh, from beermenus.com. This is a 5.75 ABV. Okay. So, yeah, you know, fair fairly strong is this the thumbprint series this is not okay because they have the thumbprints on all the caps and it always confuses me <laughs> but uh let's crack it open like yeah let's do that yeah so for this one they recommend pork roast venison <laughs> hard aged gouda pleasant ridge reserve gruyere and for dessert flourless chocolate cake i made one of those last year or earlier this year i like those they're like kind of dense yeah Giving it a pour here. Um, gnarly head on this thing. Yeah. It got oh, right yeah. up to the right up to the old tippy top of my uh, shaker here. It smells glarusian, I guess you could say. It's about, <laughs> a, about a finger and a half of foam on the top. Mm -hmm. Big fat bubbles in there. The foam on the head looks a bit like a mocha color. A little bit. It's dark, but it appears clear. Like opaque, but not like a hazy opaque. Just like a dark opaque. Right. Right. 
because correct me if I'm wrong, but New Glarus filters or centrifuges everything. Ooh, I don't know about that. They they seem to have like a striking clarity on all their beers that I've had. There might be something to that, but I I can't be sure about that. Well, I'll let you drive out there and find out what's going on. <laughs> okay. Hey, are you centrifuging in here? I know I've seen a centrifuge at that place. I've walked through it twice now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go in. You go in. The smell is uh, kind of a... There is a coffee notes in there, but it's more of a malt smell to me. But I don't know. What, do you, what are you tasting, Jeremy? I'm getting the exact same thing you just said in the taste. Um, I'm a little congested. Not uh, Michael's on the door of death congestion, <laughs> but congested enough. So I'm not getting a ton of nose out of this thing, but it is... Uh, this is a very tasty stout. Michael, how about mm. you hop in? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going in now. And um, I've had more coffee-y coffee stouts. Yeah, Sometimes agreed. to a fault. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can overdo it. Um, this is more than that mocha with the chocolatey malts and the coffee. You know, it's not like a, a shot of espresso. It's more like a, a mocha kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. It's pretty subtle. It's very roasty. And I dig it. Yeah, like comparing it to last week, that was just like subtlety all around. But this one has a very what was it or what or was it just blandness? Well, yeah, because this this one to me is what I was hoping for with the last one. Right, there's a striking, definitive kind of flavor, something you can really sink your teeth into. Mm-hmm. The coffee is more of a an afterthought. It feels like mm-hmm. not as if it's a. Uh... It's not the star of the show. Right. Yeah, it's still a very much a, a beer. There's a, there's a little bit of it in there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I've had a few coffee stouts that, to me, they just go overbearing on the coffee, and it kind of ruins the beer aspect. Uh, and maybe each individual has their own threshold for that. And Sure. I would assume mine's within reason. You know, I don't mind coffee, but... Um, Chocoveza, there's breakfast stout. Mm-hmm. Well, those are good. Coffee yeah. Bender, which is really good as well. Who did, like, Wake Up Iowa? That is Back Pocket, and speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, ring the bells, Michael. It's coming back this week, and they've also apparently did a barrel-aged version of last year's called Wake the F Up, <laughs> or or something very similar to that. Um, I'm excited. I want to get my hands on it. I believe it clocks in at 104 Oh, wow. I think it comes out this weekend, maybe next weekend. I'm not sure. Yeah, Wake Up Iowa is, is a pretty good stout. It, it feels like they're cutting back on the coffee. Okay. A little bit, which is sad because Wake Up Iowa coffee is delicious, and I love it. I just wish it wasn't quite so expensive, but local coffee, what are you going to do? I get my money's worth at uh, film screen. Mm. Yeah, this is good. I mean... This is hitting all the notes that I wanted out of a stout. A coffee stout or, yeah. Or just a stout. a stout, just a stout in general. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of forgiving it for not being terribly coffee-y. Mm-hmm. Because it's nailing the stout so well. And, like I said, I haven't had a stout by these guys before. And mm-hmm. outside of, like, a, a Funkateria or something that only does, like, wild ales or something like that, it seems like everyone and their dog has, you know, their, we have our barrel-aged stout. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to let it warm up a little bit or, you know, just kind of hold it in my hand to see if that does anything. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, It's been, the flavor's been consistent, which I think is good. It hasn't been a huge evolution of taste, but I think maybe the temperature has something to do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to kind of go into about it. Um, 
So, New Glarus, I think, is the best example of an American version of all of these, of that German feel, which should, right. come, which should come as no surprise to anyone who's been to the brewery. It looks like, you know, a dirndl come to life. <laughs> but it's got that that clarity and that 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 cr- that pop of the grain no matter what it is because like I've had the staghorn that's our Oktoberfest right yes mm-hmm. that now while I can't comment as to whether or not it fits the more towards the American side or the uh, the European side that we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier this stout definitely has the feel of an old school European stout. And I like that quite a bit mm-hmm. because too many times the uh, the stouts are just too sweet or they try to do too many things or it's eh. I think the last stout we've had that I really liked was was probably that raspberry latte stout. That was pretty good. That was I liked that one a lot actually. And, and that one was a straight up milk stout if memory serves. Mm-hmm. For obvious reasons. Yeah. Well, yeah, New Glarus being the new version of. Glarus, the, the uh the Swiss Canton. They're Swiss. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. But so you're, I mean, you're edging against Germany mm-hmm. there. Well, I'm close. I'm yeah. So very very close. But yeah, let's let's rate this thing. Let's do that. We're getting along on the tooth. Yes, yes. I guess I don't know. I I'll go in for a sip of judgment. If you want to rate it, you can. But um, if I finish the sip of judgment, I will. Oh yeah, go for it. I need to uh, look through this Thrillist, uh, the twenty-seven essential coffee beers, Ooh. and a lot of these, like they have Great River on here, which is striking, because there's that's not like a a terribly widely known. So as I drink this, I'm discovering more about what I like about stouts. I think this is a superb example. I think maybe I lean more towards the sweet ones though. Hmm. Or even the dry ones versus coffee one. It's it's good though. I don't know. It is good. Uh, so while you're hemming and hawing, mm-hmm. it it turns out that the uh, the the highest rated one on this Thrillist list that I'm looking at that is you know easily available to like most people, mm-hmm. kind of. Because I mean we can't exactly find Cigar City anywhere around here. Oh, I see. Okay. And, like, number one is Goose Island Bourbon County brand coffee stout. is like, well, no duh. Right. But uh, number four is Ballast Point Victory at Sea, which I believe we've done on the... Oh, yeah. That's the one that isn't dark. No, I think it is. Which one tastes like coffee but isn't... That is the uh, Schlafly double bean. Well, there's that one, but I thought Victory at Sea... But there's, like, two... There's two with a skeleton on it. There's Victory at Sea and... Well, they like, all have skeletons because uh, it's Ballast Point. Or, uh, and like, Death on the High Sea or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's it's ringing a bell. I don't know. Oh, it was Calm Before the Storm. Is That's the, the one. Thank you. Okay. Cream ale with coffee and vanilla, and it's pours light. It but... pours weird. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That one's good. Great Divide. Espresso Oak Aged Yeti, which is good. Schlafly Coffee Stout. Lagunitas Cappuccino Stout, which is pretty good. I think we might have had that on the show, too. I think we did Great River Brewery Red Band Stout, which is, once again, weird that they're on here. But, uh, yeah, Michael, do you got a rating for me? Have you hemmed hard? Um, Sip of Judgment 2. Real quick, snap judgment. 3.75. Mm-hmm. It's between that and a 4, and 
literally that last drink is what I based the rating on. So um, we we rate from the heart here, Michael. That's fair. What about you? Well, I just went in for my sip of judgment. Yeah, I'm going to go three point seven five on this one as well. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very it's it's very well. Retract it. I retract. I hereby retract for the first time ever. I'm going for. Okay. I, re- I realize that that quarter point is you know nothing in the little big scheme of things, but it's just one of those mental loops. Like there's not that much of a difference between a B plus and an A minus, but it just feels better to have the A minus. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you did that too, because that kind of buffets my. Because it's 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 really good, and I wish I had more of this. Yeah, it's it's very solid for a stout. Yeah. yeah. Easy to drink. And you hate stouts. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to. That's what this month I'll be discovering is um, how much I do hate them, or do I even hate them? But um, yeah, I think just stouts in recent memory. You said that raspberry latte one. That was mm-hmm. really good. Shokovesa. Shokovesa is really good. Um, Which is out on tap again for 2018. So keep your eyes peeled. Oh, I'd love to try that on tap. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was a good one. Indeed. Uh, Michael, how about you hit us with social media plugs? You can find us in a variety of places at APM Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. You can also email us directly at APMPod at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Untapped, where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And rate, review, subscribe on your favorite podcasting app or computer program. Please do. And thank you for putting up with our uh, our silliness this evening. It's been a weird evening. Yes. Blue screens of death <laughs> will do that to one. Yeah. Well, sleeping through the blue screen of death will do that to another. <laughs> that, that's true, too. <laughs> In any case, that's another one down the gullet. So yeah. for Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers.